Hello and welcome to another edition of Bills from Afar. You've me, so much of my co-host Charlie. Charlie, how are you doing? Good. Um, um, I am quite happy to be. Well, I've had a break. You know, the bye weeks. I think mm. for, came at, came at a good time, didn't it? Um, it's. Yeah. I, I felt like. I don't know. We needed that break. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, us as fans mentally, we needed that break. Not yeah. only, um, you know, just because of the amount of games that we played and stuff, but as UK fans and, you know, not being in the time zones, I needed a break as well from yeah. the late night. <laughs> I did. Well, what was quite nice was just watch football without that same level of emotional kind of commitment yeah. to it, to just to yeah. sort of enjoy the game. Um, I, I I went up to, I was in Manchester this, this weekend and went met up with... Um, some of the Bills fans and just watch Red Zone in a pub. And it was, it was great, actually. Um, it was good yeah. just to kind of, you know, just enjoy the quality of football and see what other teams are doing and laugh at the Patriots. You know, it was just, uh, <laughs> um, it was just a nice break. <laughs> Whereas now we're back into it big time, aren't we? With, with KC in KC yet again. And uh, everything's on the line, seemingly. It feels like a playoff game. So, um, yeah. Yeah, all, all these games. All back. All the remaining five games, all of them are going to be playoff games because I think we can only afford to lose one. And if we lose to the Chiefs, then we definitely have to win every single game. So it's really all or nothing now. You know, we, we um, put ourselves in this position. You know, we, we're having to rely on, you know, Josh being, uh, you know, that rock star, that franchise quarterback, that all-world quarterback that we know and love. And what we've seen over the last two games, you know, we've got to see that again um, down this stretch, you know, um, just to even get in the playoffs. So it's a tall order, but it's exciting as well. And to be fair, I've been thinking about it. Like, we'll get into it in our thoughts. And I know that you're going to be the glass half full and I'm going to be the glass half empty <laughs> type of guys. We've already talked about it, but there is still a path in my mind where... We go on, you know, we're on a heater. Josh is Josh, and we find our way as a sixth, seventh seed. And no one's going to want to face us if we come into this, um, into the postseason with a, a five-game winning streak. You know, beating the teams that we'll have to face. You know, the Chiefs and Cowboys within that streak. No one's going to want to face us and touch us with Josh Allen. You know, right. if he plays to the levels that we all know. You know, he's best quarterback in the NFL when he is at that level so um, you know I can still see even though I'm still pessimistic about this team there's absolutely a path that you know if we make it you know we can still do some damage in the postseason so that's a crazy thing I feel like if I think the the hardest game we've got left is the Cowboys Um, but the good news is it's in Buffalo and they're not as good away from home as they are at home. I think this KC game is a little bit easier, even though it's in KC and we'll come on to the various different reasons why. But I think if if the Bills beat KC and Dallas and I think I think they'll be fired up and and and, and they will win every game. Um I think if we lose this game, I think we're done. <laughs> it's just a, I think it's really yeah. that simple. Um you know we went through last time the various different odds of uh, chances of us, of us making the playoffs um, and theoretically four and one still gives us a chance, but it would be another AFC loss. Uh, we don't have many tiebreakers um, in the AFC, if any. Um, so it just feels like we're done if we don't win this game. And mm-hmm. yeah, we'll come on to the reasons why I'm a bit more class half full than you are, but um, yeah, it's, it's all for great. It's going to be, it's going to be intense. It's going to be, um, that that buzz of, of of my god we have to do it 
Um, and I quite yeah. like that. I like the intensity of that. I feel like that when the when it's all ratcheted up to eleven, then um, that's when I enjoy the sport the most. Uh, when it mm. really, really counts, um, and it really, really counts this Sunday. So mm. I'm actually quite and excited. The thing is, yeah, I was just going to say it doesn't just count for us; it counts for the Chiefs as well, because obviously they're not the number one seed anymore. Um, having lost against the Packers in prime time um, at the weekend, you know. It, that that's the thing. They're gonna need. They're gonna want that number one seed again. They're gonna want another AFC Championship game at home, which would be like something like their sixth uh, championship game at home uh, in a row, which would be ridiculous. Like so, that that's a thing as well. That's what's gonna make it even more exciting this weekend. Yes, for for the pay. Patriots, the Chiefs aren't you know playing to the levels that we've seen and, and and we know you know they've certainly not been anywhere close to the stratospheres we've seen, but mm. they're still capable of it and and they are that wounded animal I suppose like they're going to win their division they're going to host a home playoff game but a number one seed isn't guaranteed and you know that they won that bye so um, yeah it's going to that's, that's what's going to make it even more fun is they're going to need it more uh, as well than they usually do like um, you know so yeah, yeah it's going it, to be a really interesting game it's uh, it's 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 all to play for <laughs> it's uh, I mean the good thing is I think if we do win that's really going to set them up well to play the Cowboys and um I do think that's the toughest game we've got remaining. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, this is what it's all about, you know. If if you if you don't if you don't be we don't deserve it if we don't we don't, no. we don't win. I mean that's that's as simple as that, isn't it? Really. So yeah. uh, do it or don't. But if you, you're only good, as good as your record, aren't you? At the end of the day, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Like just with how the Bills season has gone and the losses that we've had against the Patriots and Jets, you get to Week 17 against the Patriots at home. You know, yeah. purely based on Zappy and Jones and the fact that they can't put any points on the board <laughs> whatsoever. There's still four weeks to go. They, you know, who knows what's going to happen in four weeks' time? You know, uh, <laughs> you know, knowing the Bills will win the next three games and then somehow the Patriots will. You know, be playing a little bit better, and then things will go right on the day. And you know, again, that's me glass half full, isn't it? I'm looking for something that's going to go wrong because that's all that's happened this season. I feel like you know, this is a version of the team that we've seen since week what four against the Dolphins. So got a t- two and a half months. You know, I'm I've just you know, we've we've just not had that like perfect game where everything's gone right and mm. we look like the Bills of old kind of thing over the last couple of seasons. So. Okay, so let's talk about this game a bit more then. So mm. quickly, the injury statuses and everything like that. So with the Bills, um, it's good news, obviously, with the two weeks that we've had. Um, you know, that's helped um, Taylor Rapp and um, Dane Jackson. They, you know, they're Rousseau, recovered. I would say as Greg well. Rousseau, yeah. Uh, just given to Ron Johnson a bit more time. And then uh, Dawson Knox and Kyrie Elam, they've opened up their three-week window uh, to return from IR. I think, actually, um, it'd be really good, especially if, obviously, Elam hasn't been a factor all this season, so I don't really mind too much about him. But Dawson Knox, I think, in this game, you know, would be useful to have him back. Um, yeah. Because we'll delve into the stats later, but I think as long as the Chiefs aren't ahead and we can... Um, you know, rush the the ball um, as many times as we want. We're not behind, and we're not having to pass it. I think they're susceptible. Um, their, their rushing rush defense is susceptible. Um, so we could, you know, get some benefit there if we can run some more twelve personnel, get some bigger bodies in there against their front. I think that might be handy. So, um, and then from the um, Chiefs' point of view, so they've got quite a few players that aren't 
practice in that moment. Donovan Smith, their left tackle, he's not been great this season. Sounds um, like he's out, right? I yeah. Mean, the, the rumble it, is the, that they're going to be playing a rookie at, at left rookie, tackle. Wanya yeah. Morris, who was a guard at Oklahoma, I think, last season. And uh, yeah, he's going to be transitioning to left guard. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a struggle. Isaiah Pacheco is the big one, I think. Yeah, um, I mean, He's, he was really, I think he was pretty good against the Packers. I don't know if you saw yeah. that game, but he, you know, he runs angry and mm. he was the sort of most, I think, compelling we- weapon against the Packers. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he looks like a really, really good player, I have to say. Um, they don't have a lot else in the rushing game, but I mean, he had, what, uh, 18 carries for 110 yards. Um, he's, he's a problem. Um, yeah. I, I, do, I do think that if he's the main weapon, which he certainly was, then I think the Bills can scheme up against that. I think they've had good, good records to get, again, dealing with that one dominant running back. But right, as I said, he's right now he's not practiced in practice today, um, shoulder injury, and um, yeah, fingers crossed uh, he maybe takes a little bit longer to recover. <laughs> than, yeah, um, than than the next few days. Um, yeah, definitely. I think the Drew, Drew Tranquil, the linebacker, is also yeah. yeah, he's a he's a bit of a miss for them. I, mean, I think he's uh, known as one of their. I think he's been playing really they've well. Got, yeah, they've got a really good linebacker called Nick Bolton as well. Mm. Um, he is able to return. Uh, they've activated him. Um, not activated, sorry, but they've opened a twenty-one day window again. I don't think he's quite activated, but there is a good chance he'll come back. And he's always impressed me when we faced. The, yeah. the bills and he's, he's um, practicing again normally isn't he um he's more yeah. of a sort of downhill guy than a coverage guy from memory when i've yeah. sort of seen him play but as i think he's the sort of guy that uh dalton kincaid can can get at a little bit um i do think there's a, there's some weakness in that um in that uh casey defense it has been pretty good performing uh so far this yes. year but i think yeah. the injuries that we've seen uh, um emerge you know they've had Brian Cook at safety also also out. Um, they've yeah. had various knocks at linebacker. It's it's been a bit beaten up. Um, I think uh, Jarius Steed's also had some been carrying a little bit of injury as well. So it's 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 not a, a not not a perfect situation for the uh, for the Chiefs defense. Mm. Just looking at the defense, keeping that side of the ball. I've got some stats that I'll throw in here. So. Uh, as I alluded to, you know, they're definitely more run, vulnerable um, if you're able to rush on them and if you're able to kind of keep, um, you know, level with them on points and be in that kind of game script. Um, but they're, um, they're their fifth most um, yards per rush, 4.6 yards. Um, so, again, you can rush on them, but obviously because they ha- they are ahead most of the games, not by much, but they are ahead, uh, forcing the teams to uh, throw. And they've been really good. A very stingy pass coverage unit. Um, fourth lowest um, yards total, um, not just uh, rushing but passing as well. And then second uh, best net yards per pass attempt. So um, no, that no one's able to throw downfield against them basically. Uh, and then you marry that up with the pass rush, which is the joint second best in terms of uh, applying pressures on quarterbacks, twenty seven point one percent. Um, and they've got the sixth total sacks, um, a couple behind the Bills uh, at six, sixth best in the league, um, and seventh blitz rate as well. So, you know, uh, Steve Spagnolo, they like to blitz uh, a lot. I think they're like the seventh best um, blitzing team. Uh, so, you know, you kind of got that sticky coverage in the back, and you've got the pressure that they're able to apply 
uh, from the defensive front. Uh, it's a very young defense, but they've done some really good things, and like a lot of their metrics are really good on that side of Would the you, ball. You say, I mean, just putting the injuries to one side, we say this is the best Chiefs defense we've seen in sort of Mahomes, Andy Reid era. Yeah, feels yeah, that definitely. way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but despite that, them up. it's been properly yeah. up in many games. Mm-hmm. So despite that, like it's very much. Uh, uh, yeah, again, a stingy defense, but they're not taking away the ball. They've only got um, 26 most t- turnovers, uh, 14 in total. Eight of those are forced fumbles, which Nick Bolton's you know good at forcing fumbles. Uh, I think he's done it against the Bills a couple of times, but only six picks uh, in what now? How many games? 13 games or something? So yeah, um, I, I, Jordan games. Love you know definitely passed on him, I and mean, he had 267 yeah. yards on them last weekend, and you. Uh, QBR of, of 90 and um, he looked, you know, he's Jordan Love isn't quite in the, in the quality of, of, of Josh Allen, but he's certainly improved dramatically this, this, this year. But I mean, he's a, he's a very solid, solid quarterback, you have to say, and, but he, but he passed on them. Uh, there was mm. no two ways about it. Um, and, and they were run on a little bit as well with AJ Dillon. Yeah. So it, it seems like they've dropped off a little bit and as there partly seems to be down to injuries. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's a team that is beatable. And I, I think this is the, the weakest offense uh, we've seen from KC under the mm. Mahomes, Randy Reed era. Um, yeah. Still, still statistically pretty strong. Yeah. But, you know, look at his weapons and it, you know, it's, it's pretty mm. slim pickings. Obviously, with Travis Kelsey, we know all about, and he's always going to be dangerous. And it still drives me crazy when you see the amount of space that Kelsey seems to get sometimes. And he, you know, he, he just drops off into those zones and um, seemingly gets, gets free yardage. I mean, Rashi Rice, um, I think has been uh, sort of, you know, one of the better uh, of the collection of, of, of receivers, but mm-hmm. MVS, I don't rate at all. And, and, and Sky Moore's not, not come to the party. We liked him coming out of the draft, didn't we? Sky Moore. Um, mm. And he's just not settled there. So, I mean, you look at this receiving call, you think, well, who's, he, who's he throwing to? Um, mm, yeah. Slim pickings, isn't it? And the thing is, so I'll, I'll move on to the offensive stats. And when you look at these, every single metric for Bills are better than them. Um, you know, we've obviously been unsettled and unhappy and ultimately sacked our offensive coordinator as a result of how offense has been playing and Josh Allen. So um, you look at it and they're only 11 from the league for points uh, scored, which is only 225. And the Bills have got 53 more points. Uh, 328. So, uh, yeah, they're not scoring that many points. Eighth in total yards, and, and they're joint seventh for um, turnovers, the, the highest amount of turnovers. Um, Bills are there as well, seventh highest amount of turnovers at 20. Um, and then we know about their offensive line, the Chiefs, and, you know, Mahomes gets out pretty quick nowadays anyway. So they've got the second best in terms of uh, fewer sacks allowed, 17. And the Bills are first, um, which doesn't necessarily surprise me because it feels like, you know, the offensive line, it feels like we say nearly every game, like how well they're performing and, you know, the fact that Josh has got time and all this kind of thing. Uh, Bills are first. We've only allowed uh, 15 total sacks this season. And yeah, then you look at the yeah, rushing right? attack. That's what it has, how it has been <laughs> in yeah, previous yeah, years. Well, yeah, it's been terrible, hasn't it? And then you look at their uh, rushing attack, and you talked about Pacheco, and outside of that, mm. nobody got much else. And it's very average in terms of the rushing, the yards and yards per play. So, uh, And obviously, because they have had a few more leads than most teams, and they should be running the ball a bit more, but they're not really having loads of success from it. So, um, yeah, so... It is a strange Chiefs team to be yeah. playing. It's a strange offense to play. As you said, like it's a good opportunity to be playing them, you know, when they're not playing at their best and you know, they are losing games and 
getting a bit undone. Um, so I don't disagree with anything that you're saying really about the, the, the Chiefs. What I think for me and why I'm a bit glass half full is is just about the bills and you know you half empty. That... You mean <laughs> I'm the I'm the half oh, full guy. You're half empty. <laughs> yeah, you're the half full guy. Oh, unless I convinced you, turned you around, and now you're half full. Um, no. Well, no, let me, I... but before we talk about the bills, let me just give you some kind of I think Chiefs context is why I, I think we're in a not a bad situation here. It, mm. It's a mass game, and any team with Patrick Mahomes is always going to be at a risk. You know, um, you know he does tend to make his receivers better, but I've watched them a few times this year. And that they don't look right. They do not look like the Chiefs to me. They look limited. Um, it looks like sometimes Mahomes is struggling to work out where to throw to. Um, and they've obviously won eight games, right? So they're performing better than us. But you know, the differences between the Bills and the Chiefs record, I think, is not that much. You know, the, a lot of our yeah. games were decided on relatively small numbers of plays. The Bills could easily be a, at a similar sort of level as this in terms of record. Um, what what we're at in terms of we're obviously not up a trajectory, but just focusing on the Chiefs for a second, they've just been beaten up by Green Bay. Yes, they're going to be angry about that, but the Bills are coming off a bye, and we've had two weeks with Joe Brady, you know, picking apart this this Chiefs uh, team at his Chiefs defense, and we saw what he could do in with no notice at all. Um, and I'm really optimistic about that. And I also think the strengths of the Bills team, especially if I look at Shakir. And um, Kincaid, especially, uh, I think that is going to play pretty well against this this Chiefs defense. Um, now we still need Josh to be Josh. We still need Josh to use his legs. We still need that offensive line to hold up. But if it plays like it does, they did against Philadelphia. I think the Bills win this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing is, I can't disagree with any of that. Really, like what you're saying. Um... You know, we talked about it. The Chiefs aren't the Chiefs that we're, we're familiar with. Mm. They are certainly underperforming. But then at the end of the day, like, the only thing the Bills have proven to me so far this <laughs> season is that they find a way to mess these games up. Um, yeah. You know, so the, the game fact management is... thing is absolutely still hanging there like a big dark cloud. No one can hide behind that. And it's not even just this season, is it? It's, it's multiple no. seasons now where game management screwed us over. Yeah. Um, as I said, like, you know, it's been two and a half months since we've seen like a complete Bills performance. Um, we were close to against the Eagles, but it wasn't quite enough. Um, you know, you need to see, you know, consistency from the defence and getting some pressure on Mahomes, like, and all that kind of stuff. The defence in total, like, marry up with, you know, Josh having uh, all-world performance outperforming Mahomes probably, you know, to pick up a win. Uh, you know, and I said, like, you know, beating the Chiefs, it wouldn't surprise me if it happened. It wouldn't surprise me if Josh Allen plays, you know, a phenomenal game and outperforms uh, Patrick Mahomes because he's done it in prime time. He's done it against, you know, the best opposition when the team needs him. Um, but I could come back to, you know, this is how the Bills season has gone. I know the two, last two games have looked better, but we're still six and six. This is still our record, you know. We're in that point of the season where we need to win out, and um, it's an hour ahead as well. You know, um, I know we performed pretty well in the regular season at Arrowhead. We've not played them in week fourteen before, then still not the same team. But you know, they'll have to realise as well. You know, that it's coming to crunch time with them, and they need to really start winning their games to really have a chance of that number one seed. 
So, so, your, um, so your money is is on the Chiefs in this uh, by the sounds of things. What's if the line? You, I've not actually checked it. Like, so uh, it's actually it was at I think three and a half. Uh, the Bills okay. getting three and a half points. It's and now down to one and a half. Last time I looked. Oh, okay. Um, so wow. money's money's going on the Bills, and I thought yeah. that three and a half was a little bit um, enticing. Let's say. Um, yeah. I mean, if we just look at it from a from a trajectory perspective, the the Chiefs are. Are, 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 it's on a slight decline. The bills are on a, on a, on a slight incline. Mm. Uh, this could just be an interesting time to see. I, I have a sneaking suspicion, and I would not put money on this, but um, I just have this funny feeling that the bills are going to smash them, and we're going to see what this bills offense can really be. I do think we're going to have to outscore them because I'm, I'm not confident our defense <laughs> yeah. is going to hold up. But I do think I really feel good about us putting a lot of points up on uh, on. on I mean, we've just beaten two of the best defenses in the league, in the Jets and um, and the Eagles. And Brady's had two 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 weeks to actually prepare properly uh, for this game. So yeah, I have, I do have some optimism. Um, yeah, oh, I can get that. <laughs> oh, I do understand it. That's the whole problem. Like, I do totally get it. And I'll be the one that's got his head in his hands come Sunday night, probably. Mm. But you know. Uh, I think you... if we see that type of performance, then I'm bought into the Bills again being that type of team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they do go to the Chiefs, and as you, you know, have that sneaking suspicion, if they do go there and beat them by two plus touchdowns and, you know, look phenomenal on both sides of the balls, and yeah, um, I'll completely be bought in. And I'm sure against the Cowboys, I'll be saying, you know, at home, we're going to hammer them, um, even though they're such a good team themselves. But yeah, I'm not, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be riding that wave. I'm the Cowboys at the moment. I'm much less bullish. It'll be funny because if the Bills do do that, I think we'll flip and you'll certainly be the, you know, least confident one and I'll be the more yeah. confident one. So uh, I, I have to see Cowboys. it though. I hate the Cowboys. Uh, I know so, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hate the all NFC East at the end of the day, you know. We probably haven't talked yeah. about this before. For a little while, um, yeah, you do not well, like being I've, I've softened. I'll, I'll say this: I've softened. I've softened on the Eagles a little bit. I mean, I still think their fans are, you know, the worst in in in. Well, the Philly fans are the worst in sports. Every every American you ever speak to will tell you that. Um, but actually, I don't. I mean, I watched the Super Bowl last year, and I was rooting for the Eagles. Um, you had to, didn't you? You yeah. had to, yeah. I think the, giant, <laughs> no the Giants aren't really worrying anybody right now, so they're kind of almost hard to hate, and it's full of ex Bills anyway. Um, I mean, Washington are just a, a, they're yeah. a shambles. I do like their uniforms, though. I do. Like, I do you? Do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think that that color is it's great. I mean, but yeah, I think their fans are kind of poor, and uh, I don't know. It, it, there's Very... just nothing, nothing to get excited about that there. Um, but yeah, Dallas. Uh, you know, it's, it's this whole here's the thing about Dallas, right? And I, I've kind of uh, <laughs> a slight tangent here. Nothing to do with the Chiefs. The thing about no, Dallas is. They they call themselves America's team, right? Which is always winds me up the wrong way. But it, there is something in it, insofar as it's a little bit like the Man United of, of of the UK. Whereas if you don't have a team, or you live in a region where there isn't a team, a lot of people end up supporting the Cowboys. But when you talk to them, yeah, they say they support the Cowboys, and they might watch a game here and there. But they're not what you consider mm. to be hardcore fans. These are not the hardcore no. committed Bills fans. You know, I always say there's no such thing as a part-time Bills fan. You're all in. And it doesn't matter if they're at you know ninety three or or eight, but you know, people are all in on the bills. And you speak to these Cowboys fans, and it's they're really passive, and that I find mm. odd. And it just does it just grates against me, um, and it always has in in our football. It was the same when the Patriots were big as well. You find a lot of Patriots fans here in the UK. Yeah, you know, they don't watch games. So they're not interested. Oh, they're, oh, I was actually a Brady fan. It's all that stuff that I can't stand. <laughs> so, yeah, you noticed it, but when 
Brady went from the Patriots that season, that crossover between Patriots yeah. and the Bucks. I'm, I remember going to both the London games. I can't remember what they were at the time, but as soon as he'd moved to the Bucks, the transition from the Patriots Brady jerseys to the Bucks Brady jerseys, like I, d- I can't even remember that. Also, the half when... and half jerseys. Did you see those? Oh, oh God, my word! Yeah. An absolute scandal. Yeah, that was something something else uh, what, <laughs> I don't even see like uh, uh, you know what, I just don't see any point I don't see why people do that like uh, it's just weird it's just such a weird thing and we well, have it all it's, it's not just different to our football, fandom isn't it? isn't it it's very different well we have that fandom. here yeah. I've, I've seen it before where you know, you can see that here, like Liverpool and Man U randomly, like some person's got like half and half of that. It's like, what are you doing? Like, it's just someone that doesn't understand the history of like, yeah. you they're know. They're not fans. You know, they're there for the event, maybe the spectacle, but they're not, they're not fans, yeah. are they? That's, that's the thing. I think that's what winds me up. It's like, just leave that, leave that for the rest of us, please. Mm. <laughs> I know we've gone off on a tangent here, but I yeah. forgot to ask at the start of a pro- program and we're going to go on a, on a, on a real t- tangent here but your your christmas tree have you got your bills baubles no i have no bills baubles um oh. and i did debate trying to order some online and i thought what are the chances glass baubles are going to make it across the atlantic and then make it in time and i end up oh. sort of giving up on it so ambition for next year I, I really do want a josh allen leaping angel too but mm. um yeah we're well, not going to get some from scottish chaser well he was I asked him to, and let's say none have arrived, and we'll leave it. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll have we'll... Scottish Jason on in the off season. We will have him on, I think, and we shall <laughs> quiz him. Quiz he did, him. He did indicate yeah. he really hates all kinds of shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't begrudge him it. I'm sure he was busy having a lot of fun. Um, I do want to ask if you had any any sort of ideas for bets. Um, well, maybe we should do score predictions. Actually, uh, have you done a prediction? Yeah, I've done a prediction in my head. So, as I've said, Come on, you know, I think the Bills are going to lose this game. I really hope they don't, but I think they will. Uh, 27-21 is what I'm Ooh, going for. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Chiefs offense might find their groove against us. Uh, we, You know, we're still banged up. You know, we've got some players coming back, but we're still missing our key guys. Daquan Jones is and Matt Milano is of the world. So... Uh, yeah, I still think we're going to lose. And I've already explained kind of and justified why, you know, I want them to see a full, you know, complete performance. I want to see them smash the Chiefs and then I'm completely back on, on the uh, hype train of the Bills. But I just can't until they really, really do show as a full team performance. And, you know, McDermott doesn't get in our way or, yeah. you know, some of the coaching, you know, I don't know, operational stuff getting away or, you know, it's got to be a good performance all round, not just from a you know on the field team, but off the field and kind of a decision making and that kind of stuff as well. So I've gone, I've got kept going back and two on the score prediction. I've gone thirty-one twenty-seven, Bills by four nice. points. Um, Classic. I think I think the Bills are going to put points up, um, and I think that we might. I think KC have struggled in the red zone, um, yeah, in converting. I mean. I'm hoping for something better than that, but I think that if I was a betting man, that would be the realm. And interesting, the line in terms of the points, the total points is interesting. It's it's what is it, forty eight and a half? I think it's going to be over that. Yeah, so I bet on the over. Have you have you got your eyes on any bets? Mm, I haven't looked yet, but I feel like it's going to be a Josh Allen game. So I'd be looking yeah. at all of the so the rushing line for Josh Allen passing. for passing two hundred and forty seven and a half. 
And that certainly takes into account the Chiefs' passing defense because I'm sure against the Eagles it was more, but then their passing defense for the Eagles has been terrible compared to the Chiefs. So Jordan it feels Love. like it's gone down. He's but Not the pass yeah. that Allen is, although I do I do rate him. is uh, exceed that quite comfortably. Um, mm. I've got the line for Kincaid on uh, yards is 36 and a half. I like that a lot. And then the line for Khalil Shakir receptions is two and a half. Uh, so I also quite like that. So I think that what we're going to see is Joe Brady getting even more out of Kincaid and Shakir. You know, now he's had time to process the offense. And I think that they'll they'll play bigger roles because they've been such dynamic and useful uh, useful players for us in, um, in the last few weeks. Mm. Do you have a prediction about like what Gabe Davis is possible like stat line might be? Because yeah. you know we know how variance he could be. He can have what was it against Commanders or so on? It was like Three one targets. catch for yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, <laughs> six targets, yeah. five yards, or what we saw against um, the Eagles. What was it? Nine catches for. Oh, a, I can't remember how much it was, really but it was a really good line. So my, my my joke joke me would be saying I like, have three targets, zero receptions. But I think if I'm being honest, I suspect that Joe Brady will also be able to get a little bit more out of um of Gabe Davis. And if you look at the I st- think so, yeah. Yeah. It was if you say what's interesting, if you look at the stats um with Christian Watson, who I think is not a totally dissimilar player um at Green Bay, he had two um not, not, uh, sorry, he actually has some rushing yards as well in this. In terms of receptions, he had seven receptions off nine targets uh, for 71 yards. And I think that what they exploited was his height. Um, so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if we can we can utilize uh, Gabriel Davis's height. I also think that um, we'll see. It'll be great to see Dawson Knox play because I think, as you say, we, we've been playing a bit of 22 personnel anyway uh, with them. Um, you know, with uh, oh, I forgot his name now. Our, our third choice, Quinn Johnson uh, Morris. Quinton Morris. Say Thank Quinn you. Johnson. Then that's a bloody. <laughs> that's he's a, having a horrendous a, season for the a, Chargers. That's a, a bad bass, bass from the past. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that I think actually, if we could get uh, Dawson Knox on the field, I think that would be an ex- that would be a good mismatch that we can exploit. And I do fancy Brady to get uh, a bit out of that. So, yeah. I mean, I think if we're so the, the lesson in terms of receiving. Uh, uh, targets and receptions. Christian Watson was the highest uh, for Green Bay, and I said he's not a totally dissimilar player from um, from Gabriel Davis. So I think you you might be on something that we'll we'll see a bit more Gabriel Davis. I wonder what the line is for him. Something to look at later. I'll be interested to see how they handle Kelsey. Clearly, he's not the player he was last season, or, or you know, wasn't last season. More than that, obviously, all pro level. Still but gets yards, doesn't he? I mean, every, every he time does. he gets the ball, it's a twenty yard gain, and mm. you know he. What was it? He had four receptions or five targets, and I, from memory, he was almost in always in acres of space. And I remember mm. this from whenever we play him. It's like whenever he gets, the, he's always in acres of space. And like his route running's not that yeah. good. I mean, it's good, but it's not that good. Like, what? How is he doing it? And I think they seem to they seem to be able to exploit it when when we're playing sort of soft zone type coverage. He's, he seems to drift into those zones really well. Um, but yeah, he's. Do we know if Taylor Swift's going to be there? Is his performance is affected by by this? I know you're I a man. No clue. This finger on the pulse. Of, uh, you know. <laughs> well, my sources do tell me, Charlie, that uh, you know I'm sure Taylor Swift will make an appearance. I've not not she's on what been on like, a world tour, hasn't she? And uh, she's she's back for the last game, so I don't know if she's still sticking so around. You do but... know some stuff. You are following Taylor Swift. This is interesting. Uh, it's hard not to. You know, she's everywhere, isn't she? Like, was she like? Times Woman of the Year or something like that, you know, or Person of the Year. Like she's she had a cat uh, on shoulder. I know it's yeah, 
it's weird. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> I'm sure I saw a picture with her and a cat on her shoulder. I assume that was the Times Woman of the Year. Maybe, I, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, is that like a photo shoot or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. I thought she randomly was at a Chiefs game with a cat on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did not see that in the headlines. <laughs> no, no. But uh, um, yeah, no. Um, good. So yeah, I'm, I think it's an exciting game. I think we're gonna. I'm gonna treat it like a playoff game in my head. Um, all or nothing. Let's see if we can make it. And uh, I think if we do, we're all gonna feel an awful lot more optimistic. But as you said earlier. The Bills can squeak into the playoffs. No one's going to want to play us. And if we mm. squeak into the playoffs, we will have won at least four out of these last five games. We'll be on it for a flyer. And, um, you know, then anything's possible. I mean, mm. it's, it's really not unrealistic for the Bills if they were to beat KC, squeeze into that seventh seed, which looks looking like the, the most likely spot. I think the Steelers are the ones that are probably going to drop out, um, especially with their, their injury problems. And then mm. they pay KC in Arrowhead again, in the wildcard round. <laughs> yeah, you could see it, couldn't you? Definitely. I think if they lose this, I'm going to start watching draft film because I think at that point, <laughs> we're not going to be making the playoffs. So let's get ahead early. Um, Just remember, watching. the off-season is a long time and you're going to you're going to want to, you know, it's, it's a long but time. But the thing is, as you know, Charlie, we try and get, you know, try and scout more players than you do in the previous years. So yeah. I've got like 100 plus to do. So I think I need to try and get ahead of that. I like Especially because I've got a new job coming up. Yeah, true, yeah. true. I like the college season to be over. I like the NFL season to be over. And I can just focus yeah. 100% on drafts because I, I just it's a long, whatever it is, three months between uh, the end of the Super Bowl. and. Um... But when the Bill, you know, it, let's, I'm, I'm crossing everything and praying that they do make it. But if they don't, like, how much of the playoffs do you think you'll actually watch? Like, obviously, oh, yeah. the games, what, there's always like one game, isn't there, that's like 6 p.m., like good time for us. So I might watch that and I might watch a little bit more of the others. But I'm definitely not going to be as invested as if the Bills were in the playoffs. Like, even if it, yeah, I don't know, if there's another AFC yeah. game, then I'll, I'll watch a good chunk of it, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think I will too, but yeah. I won't be quite as invested. And that's when, you know. I find I teams think... to root for, though. Like, there's always teams to root for, even yeah. when it's not your team. You're like, oh, I hate the other team more, so I'll root for this team. And I think I've been quite interested to see, like, it's a team like the Packers emerge in the NFC, who were, like, down and out, miles away from the playoffs, and suddenly Jordan Love comes alive, and they look, like, they look really good. And they're, they're probably squeaking into the playoffs now, and maybe the sense of the Vikings and think, oh yeah, that's a kind of a team I could root for, you know, in the in the playoffs. I mean, some people hate the Packers, but I, I personally don't. Um, and yeah, wow, well, you a don't team. hate a team? No, you actually I, like a team. I like NFC North. I've always been quite so. <laughs> I've always been quite, you know. I mean, the, the Bears are a joke, but the NFC North <laughs> is my kind of like they're all sort of northern teams where there's decent yeah. fan bases and they play in the cold like us, unless you're the Vikings and. And, and the Lions, but I don't know. I, generally, I have a soft spot for anything NFC North, and a and a and a pretty uh, despising spot for anything NFC uh, NFC East. Mm. <laughs> so, also, the Cowboys Dallas isn't even the even in the East. Yeah, legal realignment. No, we should probably shut up because we've been for forever, couldn't we? Um, yeah, we haven't mentioned the big. Uh, <sighs> elephant in the room unfortunately which we should probably mention it briefly no. of um everyone will have heard of the the char uh, sorry the, uh, the arrest of von miller uh, for a domestic violence incident um as we said you know, previously we you know we're obviously not lawyers we're not um 
we're not experts in this field. Um, I have, I will point people towards a couple of things that I thought were very good and interesting this week. So uh, the writing of Tim Graham, and he had an interview with uh, a legal expert in these matters, especially on domestic violence. I thought that was a very well handled, very interesting um, interview, and just some 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 facts, I suppose, that are relevant to to folks is that you know Von Miller was arrested. Um, there was a a nine one one call where um, his girlfriend uh, explained, you know, the abuse that she'd suffered, and then her injuries were photographed with the police, and obviously subsequently she has recanted from that but in texas it doesn't matter as i understand it in texas the state uh, could still prosecute and still could still charge him um what i find a little frustrating is why the bills have not said look we're gonna he's not gonna play you know um i understand the legal implications of them not being able to sort of say anything perhaps too much more but i do think they could say look he's not gonna play um we're gonna let this play out i was hoping that he might be ended up on the commission's exempt list um, I have my own feelings about the likelihood of what's happened and, 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 or mm. not. Um, and I know lots of people will be sort of on one hand saying, yes, he's done it. And the other people saying uh, innocent or proven guilty. But if you look at the statistics, these, these things yeah. are not usually, this isn't, this doesn't look good. In fact, it looks pretty, pretty mm. appalling when you, when you read the details, but if yeah. you're interested, I would say, read that, um, listen, read the writing of Tim Graham on this, listen to his interview. Uh, it's this week on uh, Tim Graham and friends. I think you'll learn a lot about how this might play out and, and why perhaps this, this woman has recanted her, her, her account. Um, and I'm sure you'll come up with an opinion that's similar to, to mine, but it's, mm. it's really, it's pretty awful. Um, anything domestic violence really sends me sick to my stomach and I know you're the same um, yeah. I don't want to see him in a Bills jersey right now I'm pretty sure you don't either um, mm-hmm. I thought the press conferences yesterday from Bean and, and McDermott were a little weak if I'm honest um, Yeah, and they were called out for that so sad state mm-hmm. of affairs for everybody involved and um, yeah I mean I'm not interested in the football side I'm not interested in the cap side I just think this is a Mm. Big, bigger than either of those things yeah yeah no definitely i think if you you know you, you do look it up and you know see that read the details and listen to the details as you say like i think you can read between the lines and see kind of what happened and what the reasons might be behind that you know the, the retraction that kind of mm. thing um you know uh it, it's not a good situation whatsoever you know it's another one <laughs> You know, it feels like, I don't know if it's because we're fans of the Bills and we keep close contact, you know, closer on them than the other teams, but it feels like, you know, Matt Razor stuff. It feels like, you know, we've had a lot of this recently mm. for whatever reason, for better or worse, uh, or, you know, for worse. You know, it feels like it's, uh, you know, we've had a lot of this and, uh, yeah. Um, it's a lot of players in the NFL and there's a lot of people that do, sadly, horrible things. And um, mm. it's... You know, we've seen it with Tyreek Hill in the past and Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Green Hunt. Yeah, yeah Green Hunt. I mean, there are people that, uh, people that, let's say, you and I wouldn't want to have a beer with, let's put it that way, um, mm. that uh, seemingly have, have committed some pretty despicable things. And it's always really awful to see. Um, and, what do you think of the history of a Raiders first round draft picks recently? That's all you need to say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? it's, it's absolutely incredible, really, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's absolutely incredible. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a really uh, a big shock and a big shame. And um, you know, my thoughts go out to the the woman that seems to have been suffered seems to have suffered abuse. Um, and as I said, right now, I don't want to see Von Miller in a, 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 
the bills or, or in a jersey. And uh, I think, of course, you have to respect the process and let it play out. But um, it's um, it's a situation that we just hate to see and have to even have mm. to talk about. Um, yeah. Right. On that awful note. Oh, I think we should probably uh, wind this thing up because <laughs> we've rambled on for long enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope everybody can enjoy the game against KC. For those of you going down to the uh, Fitzroy Bell in London, I uh, hope you have a great time. I personally can't be there this week, but uh, I know that uh, there will be Bills fans meeting up to watch the game. Um, yeah, and uh, if you want to get in touch with us, please do so. We are always available on email, billsfromafar at gmail.com and on Twitter, Rex, or whatever you want to call it, uh, Bills from Afar. <laughs> Until next time, go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>